It's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Live from Boston, Detroit, and Hooterville, Vermont. <laughs> it's the Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. Also tonight, we expect to hear from Joe Bryan. Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. Oh my God, somebody get me to the kidney Bob bank. Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. And uh, Joe is in Seattle. I've uh, chatted with him a few times. Uh, it's funny, we were sort of working on a, a song parody idea, a twisted tune idea. Yes. And, um, I, you know, some of the best ideas are stolen. <laughs> it's preaching to the choir, Bob. Sure. <laughs> Actually, I was talking to Ben Carlstrom, the guy who uh, for 25 years helped me produce the music beds for twisted tunes. Yeah. Because uh, we're working on some original music now. Uh, for, it's the guy in uh, BC. For, uh, he's in uh, Surrey, British Columbia, yeah. Okay. And uh, and when we're working on original material, like, we argue about it. it should be this way, it should be that way. And I'm like, when we did Twisted Tunes, like, we never debated anything. And <laughs> then it occurred to me that the decision of how it should be was decided already by people like John, Paul, George, and Ringo and Tom Petty. <laughs> <laughs> They'd already laid it down. Yeah. So yeah. all we were doing, and then Ben said, yeah, we were just counterfeiters. And cutting and pasting, yeah. So anyway. I, I, what I didn't know is Joe had so much to do with the content. I learned that after the fact. Oh, everybody did. In fact, a Twisted Tune could come from anywhere. Yeah. One day, uh, this guy named Rockfish, his mm -hmm. real name is Rob Oxford, great singer, yeah, sang with us. I, and was, I remember. He was on KZUK. And mm -hmm. anyway, one day he came to me and he said, you know, that Joan Osborne song, I keep hearing it as... What if God smoked cannabis? Cannabis, yeah. <laughs> Which is one of my favorites. And he didn't have any lyrics. He just had, I was like, can I do that? And he was like, yes, why well, brought it to you? I'm like, damn. And then the, the song just, it didn't write itself. I, I like to say it wrote itself. <laughs> but it, but that doesn't give you enough credit. <laughs> that's like saying the baby came out all on its own. You have to birth it. Somebody has to push that puppy out. And it was, yeah. and it did come out easy. I mean, there was no epidural. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, and and then of course I had the uncomfortable moment of you know being on the air with Joan Osborne. Oh my! And I did not say anything about it. Really? Oh, it's gone badly before. Uh, Zip knows it's gone badly with other people. If you tell. Oh them. man, I tried it with Bob Seger once. They, yeah. they they look at you and and they smile and they say, "Well, that's very nice," but their eyes go, <laughs> "You." <laughs> yeah. The Bob Seger said to me, yeah. "Yeah, that sounds just like not me, but uh, Brian Brian Adams." <laughs> you know, and the guy was a, a dead ringer for for Seger, so he just didn't didn't hear. So it. Uh, anyway, so the song idea was it's just from a meme on Facebook. Okay. And it, it basically said the devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for some votes to steal. And <laughs> That's a great idea. It's he's going to buy because he's so, way behind. <laughs> I've been back and forth with Joe Bryant. Um, yeah. And he wrote a few lyrics. Okay. I tried to find Spike, and I couldn't find him today. Uh, um, so anyway, I invited Joe to come on, and we'll share his uh, lyrics. 
And, now, and, the, uh, <laughs> the irony of that is yes. that Charlie Daniels passed away this year. Right. Yeah. And Past I'm year. pretty Not sure. I'm sure he voted. Oh, was it? He, I'm voted. Sorry, yeah. he voted 8,000. Oh, no, he voted 11,000 times. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, he was pretty right wing, was he not? He, had a, uh, he was a pretty, uh, well, pretty red character. What you're saying sure. is he was a good guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about him. But anyway. I don't know much Look, about I'm Charlie. I'm in a bind because I'm way behind. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we'll, uh, anyway, we'll hear from him on that. In the meantime, I do have an interesting story to start off tonight. Uh, Zip, you'll, we'll be the judge of that, won't we? <laughs> yes. I'm going to catch some shut eye. Wake me up when he's done, will you, Ed? We're off to a bad By the way, start. I, 2021 is off. I used to have a show, and some people cared. <laughs> Some people waited until afterwards to call me a fool. <laughs> nice to have good friends, though. No. Oh, Happy right. New Year, by the way. Thank you. Yes. you. Happy gentlemen. New Year to you guys. Good, good, to, you good guys. to be here. Um, uh, yeah, love you. Fuck you. Love you both. <laughs> it's a love-hate affair. Yeah. So, um, oh. and this will start off, you know, in my typical nerdy, boring way that, you know, Lisa and I watch, we binge watch. A oh, lot, I know. A lot of television these days. And I find that television, great premium scripted drama television, mm-hmm. is better researched and more accurate than actual news and facts. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when I when I watch a politician talk about something, mm-hmm. I come away going, well, does he mean the opposite of what he said? Or is he just trying to convince me of something? You know, and I don't know if it's true. Is he setting the table? What's he doing? Yeah. But when I watch Ozark, I go, oh, that's how money laundering works. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? Yes. I, Zip, what, I, what I think he's saying in a very long, long fashion is that hindsight's 2020. Yes. Yes. I believe so. <laughs> so we've shared some of the shows, and I do enjoy when some listeners of the program get back and say, wow, I started watching the show because you talked about it, and it's really good. And I have done that. Yeah. yeah. And the, the big, biggest ones of the past, I think best one of the past year was Queen's Gambit. and. Yes. The week that we talked about it, I get some complaint mail. Oh, that's <laughs> no seriously. Oh, that's so two weeks ago. <laughs> like, I didn't find yeah. out about the Sopranos until they were in their second to last season. So, um, there's a lot Jesus, of Jesus, Bob. I was dead by then, for God's sake. Almost dead, not quite. You had to do two more seasons. You listen to me. Next time I do, no, I guess I'm not doing anymore. No, you're not. Hey, speaking of the Sopranos, are you familiar with uh, Bad Blood, that Canadian mafia series? I only know the Elton Ed? John Kiki D song, which was really <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm not familiar with that. Uh, I just just binge watch it. It's it was produced by Think Canadian Television. It's mm. it's essentially yeah, about yeah, um CBC. About Canadian, yeah, the Canadian mafia or whatever. I wasn't even aware that that existed. I got to check is, that is out. But some, anyway, yeah. I, I didn't even get started with my story, and you already accused it of being terrible and changed the subject. <laughs> no, no, I, I was just. No, I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, Children, you know, we can get this over with in twenty minutes. Or you can make it take a whole hour. <laughs> take the take the twenty. Take okay. the twenty zip. So, 
Anyway, so we watch these shows, and sometimes we're on the cutting edge. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're two weeks late. Right. And sometimes we're five, six years late. Sure, but it um, holds up. One of the best shows we watched over the past couple of years was a show called The Americans, and the premise of the show was, was about how Russians spy on America, but it took place during the Reagan years in the early 1980s, and they used to do it with, they used to embed fake People. families yeah. mm-hmm. in, in America with a wife and a husband and two kids. And at night they would, and they would have a, you know, a travel agency they'd run in the day. And at night they'd go out and, you know, uh, bang people to get information out of them. Mm. And then they'd bang, bang people. And then they'd come home and tuck their kids in. <laughs> one kills. You got that, bang right? Yeah. The differentiation okay. being one bang, yes. So when I watch that show, it's called The Americans, and, and the C in an Americans has a hammer and a sickle, so it's Russian yeah. spies. But anyway, when I watched that show, I was like, wow, we used to really spy on each other. And now, in today's headlines, I go, oh, we still spy on each other. Yes. But instead of having to... Thank you, Ronald Reagan. I knew you were going to pop in. You're welcome. I was just waiting in the wings. (laughs) Didn't we start bombing Russia once, but it was all fake news, right? Well, I said I gave an advance warning. I said we start bombing Russia in five minutes. Of course, I I didn't know where the hell the football was. (laughs) They kept it from you. Uh, And I believe some of those same people are still around today, and thank God for that. So, anyway... Uh, and so today, with all the Russian spying scandal that's mm-hmm. going on... It was pers- not China, by the way. <laughs> right. My perspective on it is that this is what we do to each other. We spy on Russia, yeah, and Russia spies on us. And when we catch them, we go, spying is bad. <laughs> <laughs> and it's nefarious on both sides. But it's, it's, yeah, it's intelligence. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so... I learned a lot from that show just about Cold War and you get a historical and, and their historical research is way better than a stoned me would have gotten trying to pay attention to history class in high school. <laughs> you learn. You learn. That's, that's nakedly honest. So, uh, so the show we just started watching and it's for five years. Wow. Anytime we have dinner with a couple and we say, so what are you, what are you watching? What are you bins watching? It's the new How's the Weather, hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Small talk. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Venture. so uh, do you have Prime and Netflix? Uh, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> and then some people, these upper crust people will be like, well, we have Apple TV because we bought a brand new iMac. And, uh, you know, someone else will say, well, we're Hulu folks. And we're like, ooh, Hulu, gag me. <laughs> how elitist <laughs> so i'll be honest but anyway so this, for five years i've yeah. written this show down at least 10 times wow people say you gotta watch bosch and bosch is about an la homicide detective uh-huh. and i know zip you like so you know like ncis and I, I watched a good chunk of Bosch. Yeah, I kind of left left off mid series. CSI, uh, CSI Los Angeles, CSI Chicago, CSI SUV. Oh my god! The one that takes place in a giant luxury car. <laughs> <laughs> SUV. I'm sorry. Anyway, so um, anyway, so, so the other night we finished the show, and I and I said, well, let's try this cop show. I don't really like cop shows that much. They're usually very formulaic. 
not since Hill Street Blues have I liked a cop show. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They have, you know, exactly 42 minutes to create the drama, to misdirect you a couple times, and then wrap it all up with some DNA or hair follicle testing at the very end. And then Ice-T comes in and says, the probe says he didn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Every time. (laughs) So we started the show Bosch. Yes. And uh, we're on the second season. There's six seasons. Uh-huh. That's how behind the schedule we are. Is is that eight or twelve se- uh, episode seasons? Um, uh, oh, uh, per season, I think it's ten or twelve, something like okay. that. Okay. I believe it was made for Amazon Prime. By the way, I thought it was going to be some repurposed FX show or something, but I think it was mm-hmm. actually made for Amazon. They move a lot of stuff over in COVID. Believe me. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyway, Amazon has their own brand of everything now, right? <laughs> Isn't that true? Amazon batteries. Oh, Amazon Mike Star cables. Trek. Yeah. yeah. Amazon malls. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, um, and we started watching it, and the first episode seemed kind of formulaic, but it was interesting enough, and by the second episode, I said, oh, this show's kind of, this show's pretty good, and by the second season, of course, once the right, once the show is confirmed as a hit... Then they bring in the big, you know, big guns, big guns, and yeah. they write really clever stuff. But the 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 story I'm going to tell you is not about Bosch at all. Okay. Uh, although, although I you put it on your, you know, how's the weather? I would try Bosch. <laughs> so, but the story I'm going to tell you is about a guest star. Okay. On Bosch. That's another parlor game these days is... Guest stars, rotating guest stars? No, you pa- you pause the show and you go, I've seen that person on at least three other shows. Who is <laughs> and research it and go yeah. back. Yeah. 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 That's one way to know you're getting old. Any naked scenes? <laughs> uh, that's one way to know you're still single and old. Yeah. <laughs> Fair oh, game, man. baby. Ouch. Hey, you guys attacked me before I even started. <laughs> So, uh, so anyway, I'm watching, uh, and this guest star comes in, and, and I, I did the dumb thing, because you don't do this in front of your wife or significant other. No. They go, they, they get to the scene, and there's this attractive but older uh, blonde woman, but very moneyed and very attractive, mm. and I go, oh my God, that's Jerry Ryan. And Lisa goes, ow, hot actress you're hot for, huh? <laughs> Sounds a lot like Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I said, well, to be honest, she's not really my type. She's big. She's a big, um, she's kind of Scandinavian, but she's actually from Germany. I, I did Google her. And, um, but but why I knew about her is we had seen her in probably a half dozen shows mm-hmm. over the years. Her big claim to fame was she was cast in Star Trek Voyager as a Borg. She was the first Borg. Now, I know, Zip, you don't do science fiction. But you've uh, heard... Yeah, you've heard yes. of aliens, right? You've heard yeah, of Star I, and Wars. I've watched Star Trek. Okay. Yes. Do you remember the Borg? Uh, not specifically. That means not at all, by the way. <laughs> well, uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <More> <laughs> Do you know what a Klingon is? Uh, I don't I know, know them a, that well. I know what a Tribble was. Wasn't oh, oh that was like a little fur, uh, Furby. Yeah, yeah. It was a furball. Yeah. There's always trouble with Tribbles. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you know what the Borg were, Ed? 
I have no idea. Okay. I'm clueless. I'm, I'm alone Trekkie in the wilderness. <laughs> so, but that's all right, because if I'm explaining it to you, then everybody will get it. So, in the Star Trek Voyager, uh, you know, they they started to come across, I mean, their whole thing with gender identity, they, they were basically dealing with social issues about human prejudice. Yes. Only doing it across the galaxy instead right. of different racial uh, types. They had so, different species. Rather than uh, black people, they were Venusians. Exactly. Yeah. So the Borg were half, uh, I guess, what do you call it? Uh, a, a, a breathing creature, half mammal, half machine. <laughs> Is that like the motor on the commercials? Kind of. <laughs> yeah. So, but, and, and so this show was kind of. In a way, it was a little bit odd because they took, you know, a very desirable female stereotype. Yeah. The incredible um, stacked blonde Norwegian body type. She's a knockout. Yeah. But then yeah. they, st- are you looking at her picture? Did you Google Oh, her? of course I am. Yeah. Oh. Zip, how about you? Yes. Did I you did search? It. Did you right search her name you. and naked yet, and turn off? No. Uh, there's stri- I don't know there's... what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, so I don't know if there's anything out there. But uh, anyway, so she, instead of taking advantage of her and putting in, her in a tight, you know, swimsuit, yeah, they made her half machine, in a way, kind of ugly, which has been stolen for about ten other uh, movies, sure, and series. Yeah. Give me an example. Um, Westworld did it. Oh, Westworld is stole it from her, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. That's the best one I can think of. The movie Alien movies were sort of mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So you can you can show more energetically moving parts if they're not real. Well, if they have tits as any part of the package, <laughs> yeah. what will happen? And what happened to Star Trek is the I think she was in it for like three or four of the six seasons. Mm-hmm. The seasons that she got in it. Ratings shot up sixty percent, <laughs> and you what you mean they they went yeah. up, and yeah. it was great. And so so that was her. But then after that, she was a big name actress. So she was on several other shows. You probably saw her. She was on a show called Boston Public, which was about high school, and she was one of the teachers. Uh, of course, she, she was. She was a teacher who had quit the legal profession. She was a lawyer. And she decided she wanted to give back to the community, which makes her a horrible lawyer, by the way. A terrible lawyer. <laughs> yeah. And not making much money either. Yeah. And yeah. then she was in another show based in Boston called Boston Public. And that featured James Spader and uh, William Boston Shatner. Legal. Yes. Boston, Boston Legal. Oh, Boston Legal. Excuse right. me. Yeah. Right, right, right. So she was in that and she was a lawyer. So, I mean, my wife didn't recognize her the way... I did. <laughs> I've seen her a million times, didn't know yeah. her name. But she, uh, you know, I mean, I knew, uh, and by the way, my brain is terrible. Ask Zip. I barely remember anything. I was like, Jerry Ryan, Jerry Ryan. <laughs> so, and, and I explained to her, we've binge watched her a ton of times. So uh, we watched that show. Uh, the season two has her in it, and it's just brilliantly done. Brilliantly done. And, um, and I think, I don't want to give too much away. But you always do, Bob. Why would you break form now? Gosh, it's like <laughs> pushing a lever and getting a biscuit. I know how to make you say that. 
So uh, anyway, uh, uh, let's just put it this way. I, I think she's going to be in season three, too, because she, she wasn't disposed of in the cliffhanger. So I thought, wow, that's really good. I wonder whatever, you know, and then you do that. I wonder whatever happened to her. I wonder how old she still, you know, she still looks pretty good. I wonder how old she is now. Yeah. And I'll do that like to Dolly Parton and they'll go, she's 112. I'll go, damn, that's amazing. <laughs> she still looks great. If you ask yeah. Me. And yeah. Um, so she's, uh, how old is she now? In her late 40s. She's probably in her early 50s by now from when that shows. It. Yeah. So as a Googler, I found out something else amazing. Okay. She was in all these shows. But how did she get her last name? Jerry Ryan. I'm stumped. Zip, you got anything? No, no. I'm <laughs> think Paul it's, married Paul Paul Ryan was her illegitimate child. I don't actually, know. um it, she Say got it the name. way a lot of women get a last name. You you're on to it. She married a guy named Jack Ryan. Uh Jack Ryan was sort of a, a well, he was a politician. I don't want to get too far along on the story. But she met Jack Ryan in 1990. They got married the following year. Um, she had quite a, I mean, she was a catch mm -hmm. trophy, you might say. Yeah. She had been Miss Illinois in 1989. And I can see why. She was the third runner-up, Donald, in the Miss America pageant. I know, I financed it, I backed it. Oh. Yeah. I grabbed her ass, she never looked back at me again. She sang On My Own from Les Mis. Jack Ryan? Talk about weird, how, what a small world it is. Jack uh, Ryan was a Dartmouth man. Just, okay. just up the road from Hooterville, where I live. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was a lawyer. Harvard Law. Wow. He worked for Goldman Sachs. Of course he did. He was worth $95 million. Is that all? Dig this, though. Even though he was a lawyer worth $95 million, do you know what he decided to do to change careers? Uh, hedge fund guy. Oh, no, dig this. He decided to teach at a boys' school on the uh -oh. rough south side of Chicago. Hold on a second. Didn't <laughs> Jerry Ryan leave her legal profession to teach at a rough high school in oh, Boston? Wow. Whoa, oh, I'm totally confused. You're kidding me. No, total parallel. Okay. The Ryans, now married, worth $100 million, settle in Chicago. Jerry pursues her acting career. Mm-hmm. She debuts in a TV movie. Good place to do it. She was the teenage target of a serial killer. Of course she was. <laughs> <laughs> they can't be. They can't be homely. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I say, I, I, you say that back then that was true. Uh, today, uh, you know, some of the most amazing shows don't care what you look like. And I love no. that. I appreciate yep. that. But yep. back then, you're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. Anyway. As Jerry's career was heating up, she got cast in Star Trek Voyager. She started to spend more time on the West Coast. Uh -huh. They get divorced. Uh-oh. It's 1999. And the party was over. 
Again, if I just leave a pause, you guys can handle that. So (laughs) their divorce, by the way, was hush, hush. Really? On the DL? Civilized, quiet. Jerry got a third of his fortune, which means she got like some 35 million bucks. They agreed to share custody of their son. Uh Jerry got physical custody. All the records from the divorce were sealed. Sealed, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You have enough you money, hear. you can do that. Yeah. By the way, uh, do you do a good Paul Harvey impression? Don't do it now. Okay. But save it. All right. All the records of their divorce were sealed. Jerry and Jack might have completely gone their separate ways. But, as it turns out, he wanted to run for Cong- uh, for Senate. He wanted to run for the Senate. Something happened. He tried to uh, revisit the custody agreement, mm-hmm. and she lashed out at him. They had a squabble. Uh-oh. Never good. Their um, their divorce, their divorce, much like some of Donald Trump's tax returns, <laughs> were leaked. We're leaked. Okay. So here's the the other part of the story. Why they'd gotten divorced, which had been because he wanted to run for Senate. He was kind of a sex freak. And um, they had had various trips, which he called romantic weekends. Mm. But he took her to sex clubs and pressured her to perform acts on him in sex clubs. Is there any tape anywhere? I'm just curious. (laughs) <laughs> uh, and this is why man- mankind will never actually come out of the mud just because of that kind of response yes. A- anyway um jack w- ryan had won the 2004 illinois republican primary defeating seven other candidates to become the republican candidate for the united states senate from illinois of course the obama campaign oh that's who he was running against by the way oh, okay Started a campaign to unseal his records. Really? His tax records. Oh, tax records. Oh, yeah. Okay. You don't think they would play dirty politics? (laughs) Oh, yes, I damn well (laughs) do. For Republicans to do. Anyway, (laughs) uh, now you know what happened. When the stuff about him being a bit of a sex weirdo came out, Barack Obama became the senator from Chicago. So if you search the internet, like I did, not for naked <laughs> pictures, like Ed for, has already for, done twice. For, no, for poop. I have not. <laughs> you will find stories like the woman who created Obama. Wow. Star Trek Voyager helped Barack Obama to become president. <laughs> How Little the Jerry Ryan Jerry. scandal gave us Barack Obama. <laughs> wow. The far-out theory that Star Trek created Obama, the woman who created Obama, 
Jerry Ryan, Star Trek icon, is one of the world's most important figures. That could be taken several ways. Yes. <laughs> the strange story of how fussy Trekkies elected a U.S. senator president, or the first black president. Anyway, you can get that. the steamy sex scandals that made Obama president. How's that? I never should have let her in the beauty contest. <laughs> That's it. Third runner-up. And, and why was that, Donald? Was she too fat for you? That, you know, she's just a glamazon. She's too big. Too big. Too tall. Yeah. Too tall. Anybody yeah. taller than me in six-inch heels, I get, uh, you know, I get yeah. intimidated. <laughs> and now you know <laughs> the rest of the story. The rest of the story. Isn't that interesting? And so, that's, anyway. That's amazing. I, I So, I have just finished, and Lisa goes up to bed, and I'm reading all this, and I'm like, wow, what a fascinating life. First off, for Jerry Ryan, art imitated life so many times. Yeah. She played a lawyer who wanted to do something good and taught high school instead. Her husband was a Goldman Sachs lawyer. <laughs> who quit to teach rough high school. But, you know, he did it, yeah. probably, for politics because it would make him look good running of for senator. Yes. He was padding his resume. And he because was, there was nothing altruistic about it. Yes, and because I'm a complete... Um, what's cynic. the word for... A cynic, thank you very much. You're welcome. So uh, all of that was, like, pretty wild. Anyway, I'm finishing that, and I think, all right, Lisa's gone to bed. <laughs> I... <laughs> No, 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 don't go there. <laughs> Stop. Bring it up, bank adventures now. This is Hooterville, damn it. <laughs> no, she just the bed, and I decided to do something I I almost never do. Um, because I, I, no, I love her, and I, uh, all my TV is finding a show we like to watch together. Like other couples, they'll watch a show, like it's a guy show. I'm watching this show. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you can have your Downton Abbey, honey, and your Bachelorette. <laughs> Which she does, but yeah. my time is precious. So when I'm I'm gonna watch something, I'm gonna watch something. We both. But last night I was like, shoot, uh, this made me think of Star Trek. Uh huh. The and second generation. Uh, well, no, and there's three new Star Trek shows. There's that new millennial version of Star Trek with lots more action that I probably won't like. Right. But there's also Picard. There's a new series out called Picard. Spinoff. Which is a spinoff about Jean-Luc Picard. Jean-Luc, yeah. And um, and I thought, I wonder how old he is. And I, how, I'm going to say okay. uh, 69? No, he's 80, by the way. Is he I, 80? Jesus. He's in good shape. My God. Yeah, so, so anyway, so I go, well, I think, you know what? I think um, Lisa usually goes to bed an hour or two before me. I think, <laughs> you know, I think uh, instead of Googling naked Jerry Ryan, which is what all the other guys do. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to watch Picard. Yeah. So I go and put on Picard, which, by the way, I'm binge-watching now, and I think I think it's pretty good. Make it so, number one. But, and I'm impressed with it, and it's 80-year-old Jean-Luc Picard who has to go back into service because there's something only he can take care of. That's yeah. all I'll say. <laughs> I don't want to give away too much. No. You're giving away your life to the television. What are you talking about? <laughs> but as I'm watching Picard, uh -huh. special guest star, Jerry Ryan. No. As the Borg. <laughs> well, ratings winner. I mean, they know she's going to pull in some eyeballs. But so, so seriously, all of, the, and by the way, when you've got an 80-year-old guy as your yeah. leading man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 52-year-old hot woman 
It's a catch. Is the is the teen? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> so, uh, and, and she hasn't made her appearance yet. I'm only on episode three, but I. But how weird is it that all of that happened in the space of one evening? That is that is a real life soap mm-hmm. opera. Is what that is. Mm-hmm. Man, so, talk about art imitating life, or life imitating art. Uh, both, yeah. yeah. And as a result of that, do you have any idea if anything went on in Georgia today, and if anybody won an election? Because I have no clue. <laughs> I'm living in an it's alternate ne- universe. It of, is neck well, and neck. It's neck and neck. Yeah, neck and neck. It might be days, right? Did they say that? They didn't say that, but um, it could be. I mean, these things are contested, and they just don't happen smoothly like they used to. It's Georgia, so they have to count at least three times, <laughs> and they. Had- <laughs> And they have to count on using only number, numbers of uh, 10 yeah. and 20 because they only have that many fingers and toes. I'm sorry. Yeah. So anyway, that was that's an interesting story. Uh, the um, By the time you hear this podcast... Um, by the time you hear this podcast, you'll be sleeping. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Donald Trump will have been overturned in the election and will be in for another four years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure he will. Hey, whatever right. you say, Bob. I'm gonna. Uh, Come on, man! I, I only need twelve thousand votes. Come on, just just throw in twelve thousand votes. That's all I'm asking for. Just yeah. over there. What? What? Put that tape recorder down. So, uh, yeah, there you go. It's crazy. It is. It's a crazy, crazy world, world. Uh, and it gets crazier. That's the weird part. Just when you think it can't, it does. Give me an example. What do you mean? Oh, just, just, I mean, it's one thing if you don't contest an election, it's quite another when you attempt a, a coup. Yeah. Is he mm-hmm. attempting a coup or is he just making the world's greatest reality television show about a <laughs> madman who happens to become president that's so ever you, been? So, president. you know, you, you open up a, di- a, a real different possibility in that he could have leaked that himself, that, uh, that conversation. Absolutely. I would not put that past Do- uh, Donald Trump to do. Yeah. Well, I would put past them to know how to make the MP3 and forward it in an email. <laughs> but if they ever make it so you can tweet an MP3. He's, right, right. He's but, it, but, but no, <laughs> look, and all of that is possible. Um, yeah. But then uh, a friend of mine once said when I was like really concerned that there was this like conspiracy and this is happening and that's happening. And, and I won't tell you what it was about, contract mm-hmm. negotiations, but... <laughs> <laughs> A you know, very, that was your outside voice, right, Bob? Uh, yeah, I know. A very wise boss, a dear friend, by the way, a Canadian whom you're familiar with, named Steve mm-hmm. Young, yes, Steve. Um, leaned into me and he said, don't give them that much credit. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's nice. That's They're not fan. ignoring you strategically. Yeah. You know, everybody's busy. So, um, so I, I don't think there's a plot. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, I think there's attempts at all kinds of things, but I, I yeah. think it'll all work out fine. And um, I don't know why, but I'm not worried about it at all because I think that if we just got the same people who write all those shows for Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) And now a responsible (laughs) spokesman with a reality check zip. I would have liked them. First of all, you know that those who do not learn from history are doomed to repeat, to repeat it. it, yes. And everything that has happened now has happened before. It's just happening with a different plot twist. That's and as you watch more and more history and documentaries, you you realize that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, becomes it, glaringly apparent that you're stupid <laughs> if you think this what, is the first time. No. Nah. When I was uh, shopping, 
over the holidays. I was in Barnes and Noble, and honest to God, there is an entire uh, aisle full of books written about Donald Trump. I mean, everybody oh, yeah. Yeah, has yeah. released a book. So it's like oh, that yeah. cottage industry. It's like Court TV off the OJ trial. There was Zip oh. shopping in the <laughs> Barnes and Noble. it's a wild time so i i I know a lot of people are freaked out but as soon as the uh as soon as fox news called arizona yeah that told me that the deep i don't call it deep state i call it deep bank (laughs) it's true it's all it's always the money it's the money people (laughs) why do you think that jeff bezos bought the washington post yeah it was like Oh man, these four publications tell people what to think. I need to own at least twenty five percent of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but put that on Facebook and see how that goes, Bob. Uh, speaking of which, mm-hmm. and I know you have a wonderful bit about this. Um, uh-huh. Let's let's use your bit to lead into this because Facebook. Oh, I'm so upset with Facebook right now. Um, and by the way, downtown Joe Bryant is ready to join us in just a little bit. So let me just play this first, and we'll be right back with Joe Bryant. This station presents Real American Douchebags. Real American Douchebags. Today we salute you, Mr. Guy Who Complains About Facebook on Facebook. Mr. Guy Who Complains About Facebook on Facebook. You think it's toxic. You hate Mark Zuckerberg. You think everyone needs to watch The Social Dilemma, and you spread the word by posting about it relentlessly. You don't even see the irony. You talk about how they're selling your data. By providing even more data. So when you get put in Facebook jail, you spend the whole time writing a manifesto for when you get out that you'll post on your timeline. Oh, martyr of social media, you're Mr. Guy Who Complains About Facebook on Facebook, a real American douchebag. Mr. Guy Who Complains About Facebook on Facebook. Don't worry, I'll still give it a like. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome downtown Joe, Joe Bryant from the Bob River Show of Bob Spike and Joe. And and by the way, he has he has more. He's like fake Facebook's um, battered wife, ex girlfriend. <laughs> well, I have I absolutely love that. Ed, you put that together. That was awesome. And, and, I actually uh, only did the. I read the script, Joe. That's all oh, really? Well, whoever wrote it. Uh, but but his, wait a minute. That's like saying I turn the oven on to three twenty-five for twenty-five minutes. You baked the cake. I I, yeah. I helped. Yeah, it's shaking bacon. I helped. Well, you know, social media is is a is a strange beast, and Facebook in particular. And yeah. uh, one of the blessings uh, about uh, uh, getting kind of busy is I haven't had as much time to think about that or, or partake. But over the holidays, of course, you get a little extra time on your hands, and I got to dig back in there but i think you nailed it the funniest part is the people that uh that complain about what a horrible thing this is and they spend many hours doing that so <laughs> yes they do there's a lot of hair on that social media bear now now yeah. joe may i ask about this because we've talked about it a little you did you did step away from facebook partially because of your you know you want to focus on the most important thing in your life your job and your kids and by your kids i mean you know you, you have 30 children that people don't know about but <laughs> students. i have 150 of them yeah, yeah. I got do a lot you of have kids. 150 in your department now i have 150 on my radio staff yes wow. and uh, when uh, you uh, took that job i'm gonna brag on you a bit 
how many people were in that program? 18 uh, my first year. <laughs> wow. And, uh, That's and some exponential growth. Six, I have 150. And for, well, just for a second, I will take a second to brag because it's my favorite thing. Today, the Intercollegiate Broadcast Awards uh, were announced in New York, and we're up for 30 awards this year. So uh, considering we're broadcasting from our bedrooms in a pandemic, that's not too bad for a bunch of 15-year-olds. I'm pretty proud of my bunch. You're creating the next generation of broadcasters. Yes. Nicely done. So uh, anyway, about Facebook, and and I wanted you in for part of this discussion, Joe, because you probably have some insights into this beyond what I have. What I have is is this it seems to me that no one realizes that zuckerberg and facebook are only in it for milking you and advertisers and anybody else who's willing you know uh russian spies whoever uh who will pay them money and that they're uh, the, the service they provide strangely does not deliver what you think it delivers. Like, you would have the expectation, like, for example, on our show, uh, the Bob River Show, we we amassed 130,000 fans. Uh, my personal page, I got to the limit of 5,000, and then I had to, you know, wait for some of them to get sick of me, which didn't take too long. Uh, and you're... <laughs> Your case. Or die. I got a lot of dead Facebook friends. And oh, most t- people our age do. You know? <laughs> and I don't have the heart to kill them twice. It's not I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna unfriend a dead guy. You know, he's already suffered enough. <laughs> Man. Oh wow, that's right. I do have a couple of dead Facebook friends. Oh, that's oh great. yeah. Oh. This is taking a suddenly morbid turn, hasn't it, Zip? <laughs> sorry about that. Jesus but anyway, God. go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, so but here's the thing. We think that Facebook, when you post something, the expectation you have is, I'm posting this, all my friends are going to see it. Yeah, right. But Facebook is like the program director of your favorite album rock radio station, who brags that they have a library of 20,000 records, but they just play the same 200 records over and over again. <laughs> if that. Do yeah. you, you agree, Joe? Well, yes. It's all about the algorithms, and I don't know much about this, but... Uh, they are allegedly showing you what they think you want to see because, as you mentioned, you have 5,000 friends. I have 5,000 friends. Mm-hmm. We're not interacting with those guys. So eventually Facebook goes, well, he didn't. Uh, Bob didn't click like on the post of that dude's dog. He must not really be that close to him. So I don't think it's really important the next time that dude puts a picture of his dog up that Bob sees it. Right. So what they're giving you is what they – I think you want to see. Well, hold on, you... hold on. Let me disagree with one little part of that. Okay. What they're giving you is what they think will engage you. Exactly. Even, yeah. even if it pisses you off. And you're familiar with this. Right. And I don't think they're giving you what they think you want to see for noble reasons. It's yeah. right. Because the, what they're getting, uh, they need the, the clicks. They need the data. They need the count to be able to go and then, uh, you know, but sell basically advertising uh, to people, just like a radio station or anything. Their ratings are how much engagement they can prove. How long you they can suck them. you in for. Exactly. <laughs> right. So anyway, so I, um, I'm dumb. Uh, 
Room is quiet. No one's disagreeing. <laughs> no one's. Well, I notice you spend more time on Facebook now than you ever have, and I'm not going to say that makes you dumb. I think that this makes you a guy with more time on your hands. But well, I, but I, but, uh, and you may be right. I don't think that's right. But I spend more time on Facebook, but I do not debate or argue politics on Facebook. I will occasionally jump onto someone else's discussion and leave a comment. But what I post now, and and it's not because I have to be careful. It's just because I don't want to get all dry. I, I don't. I got enough drama with my wife and you guys. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But what I post now is almost always something to make you smile. And mm. um, and here's what I've noticed. Uh, and also, I promote the podcast. So if I post a picture of one of our podcasts and talk about what's cool on it, like, hey, Spike and Joe are back, and or whatever, um, I can look f- a week later, and 12 people liked it. Because what I posted was a link to leave Facebook. <laughs> okay? Okay. Uh, now, if I post a YouTube video, same thing. 18 people were reached. If I take the same video, and I did this with the uh, King Trump video. Okay. And if I post it separately and upload the video to Facebook, Mm -hmm. 100,000 people. Because it's their content and keeps you on their site. So my son, Andrew, and I were talking about this because he promotes comedy shows. And he told me that a while ago. He says... Don't post links taking people away from Facebook. Instead, you know, figure out a way to tell people, hey, check out the podcast, this and that, create content. And then he said, after a couple people comment, you can put a link to the podcast in the comments after you've already got 500 people. Ah. Because then those people will get a notification that, hey, Bob Rivers reacted to you in comments. Mm -hmm. But Facebook essentially... Is and and I thought of all the dishonest things we did in radio. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, like people would say, uh, I want to hear some different music. I want to hear this, you know, cool album cut. And and the and the boss would always go, We got to play the same twenty hits over and over again because if you play a good song, then a whole bunch of people are going to leave. Right? It's the same thing. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. No. I. You're 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 completely right. Their whole no. goal is. If is I'm to preaching to the there. choir, I expect you guys to sing. How about the only, well, the only place they want to send you is other places they own. If you want to push something out on Instagram and right. Facebook, they love that because right. they own those things. Uh, and uh, YouTube and I believe Google is the same. It's yeah. like if it's part of that uh, particular, and now we're down to what, two or three particular mm-hmm. media empires, um, you know, uh, they will gladly jive with each other if they're owned by the same people. Yeah. And yeah. by and by part of why I'm telling this to you, Joe, is because this is super important for your kids, too. So here's what Andrew and I have been figuring out. So the other day, I posted this dumb thing. I'm watching this show, Bosch. And in the fourth episode, he like gets to meet his 14-year-old daughter that he hasn't seen in three years because he's divorced. And, you know, they takes her to, a, like, an IHOP, uh, and they're having pancakes. or and Maybe he was making pancakes for her. Anyway, he says there's a secret way to serve maple syrup. Of course, that perked up my ears. And the secret way to serve maple syrup is to pour it on the bottom of the plate and then put the pancake on top. And the reason that is is because 
when we pour it over the pancake, the middle of the pancake gets soggy and then it's got to drizzle down the sides. But if you put it on the bottom, perfect distribution. Wow. And I'm like, I write this down. This is great. And so here's what I did. And Joe, you'll totally get this. I made a Facebook post of me and Lisa making French toast. And I said, (laughs) here's a secret way to use maple syrup. How many views do you think I got in a day? Did you see Uh, it, Joe? Yes, I did. And actually, I love that. And I also love that you said uh, waking up sober again on New Year's. I actually joined you, not because there's any intent. I'm just too old to stay up late anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You're still drinking. Yes. Oh, yeah. I would. I just, I didn't make, I saw New York and that was it. And I'm in Seattle. So I, and I'm bummed because the Space Needle thing was great. But uh, yeah, I saw that. And I'm guessing probably it definitely piqued my curiosity. It's like seven or 800, whereas when I promote the podcast, I get 18. And the reason is it's original content. Facebook also knows that, you know, Hallmark card pictures that my friends are all going to love it. And so Facebook is changing my behavior to make them more money. And also, uh, it's a little bit your audience. Um, At least I like to think so. Uh, And dealing with young people, one thing I'm noticing is... uh, they don't like to be sold. They don't like to be promoted too much. So you got to be pretty sneaky about it when yes, you do yes, it. You know, absolutely. when you when you're promoting a podcast or a show or anything that is very self promotional, yeah. uh, doesn't fly that well on social media. Now, obviously, there's tons of it, but you're right. It's the it's the original organic. Uh, I joke about the pictures of dogs, but my dog Bandit will get a lot more likes than any human I know if he's doing just the right cute thing. I mean, if you were you insecure, know, you could think maybe he's better looking than I am, but that's not the case. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 that's the stuff that sells, uh, and, right. uh, and that's the stuff that keeps people on Facebook. And what Facebook really deals in, and this is what scares me, is what Facebook has uh, for us, because we've been at it for a while, is our memories, many fond memories. Uh, And sometimes, and even today, I look, uh, you know, on this day in history and uh, of your life, and I look back, and there's a memory with Bob Rivers. There's a memory with my daughter. And and they've they've kept this stuff where I have not been very good at keeping it. And it's all sitting there. And uh, that's what keeps me around is those fond memories. But at what point are they going to go, so you like those memories? You ever want to see those memories again? You know, I mean, when, when are they gonna? When are they gonna? When are they gonna hold our kids hostage? You know, and say, oh, yeah. if you want to remember your daughter when she was cute and wasn't wrecking cars, you know, you're gonna have to start paying for that stuff. And that's right. And and by the way, there's no rule that says they can't change the rules anytime they want, and they can't start charging you for anything anytime they feel like it. By the way, big surprise! I didn't know he was coming, but uh, Spike O'Neill is here. Spike, hello. Hey, there's a there's a sensor in my house goes off and by the time someone's talking about my daughter being drunk and wrecking cars. So <laughs> no, no, that was it was he was reminiscing about his daughter, but it really was transference because your daughter was better at it, <laughs> or where had to find better. <laughs> happy new, happy new year, gentlemen. Hey, hey Spike, back at you. We're talking about Facebook and uh, what a total unfair. Um, platform it is that's just there to suck the life out of all of us and make as much money as it can and have you seen the social network yes yeah, yeah. i can't believe all of us don't have guns in our mouths after watching that show <laughs> i'm serious i mean i have bow on it spike thank you i have never seen a more depressing assessment of reality yeah 
Yeah. And the guy who did, the guy who made the movie has been a guest on uh, Real Time with Bill Maher and a couple other shows the Colbert has had him on. He, the stuff he says is just so factually and analytically spot on. Mm-hmm. We're just getting worked. Um, worked. For money. And they're just getting started, by the way. Yeah, yeah. When the AI evolves, we're, we'll be toast. Yeah, as Joe mentioned. Oh, do you want toast? Hold on, my, my phone just made toast. That was, <laughs> wow, that was cool. <laughs> Jesus. Um, they'll eventually sell us back all of our memories, and they'll sell them to the highest bidder. It doesn't matter who. Yeah. Um, but if you upgrade, if you've got Prime... You can get better memories coming back oh. in two days. Time Facebook. There's a, there's a Facebook front. That. <laughs> yeah. That's the other weird thing about modern things is that each company, each mega trillionaire has mm-hmm. to also have a media company. So Apple needed a television. You know, they needed their own Netflix. Disney needed their own Netflix. Amazon yeah. came up with Prime. And like, name anybody who isn't. You know, and, and, and it's just, they all need us to feed at their trough so they can gather information about us and then essentially well, manipulate us into Jeff Bezos stuff. has made $78,000 since I signed on. So that's nice. He's since you on. signed on? What do you mean? Since I signed on. I mean, tonight, this yeah. phone call, 95 oh, seconds ago. In the last minute and a half. Yeah, not since I signed on Amazon and since oh. I got on the call. That's funny. Yeah. All right, so you guys, I sent you guys both a Twisted Tune idea. Joe got it. Did you get it, Spike? devil phoned down to georgia he was looking for a vote to steal he yeah, was in yeah, a yeah. bind okay, he'd lost his mind he was willing to make a deal all right so what do you Joe- man got on receiver <laughs> yeah I've, okay. I've been working on it too oh have you? okay now here's <laughs> oh, yeah. the thing by the time this podcast gets out I, as i had mentioned donald trump will already be renewed for his second term for four years so. <laughs> <laughs> remember that no, gun in your mouth i mentioned earlier yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> but, by the time this gets out, we're probably going to know the results of Georgia. I have no idea how it'll go. I actually, a secret uh, confession, I don't mind a divided Congress. Uh, Congress, They're so screwed up that if you tell me their hands are going to be tied and they're not going to be able to mess up the world anymore, no, you know, no. it's... I'm, I'm, not for, I'm not for turtle obstruction. But anyway. <laughs> I'm done with that. So... Um, oh, wait a minute. What's he talking about? Yeah, here he is, Mitch McConnell. I Mitch, by the way, is on the turtle obstruction. <laughs> uh, Mitch, congratulations! You really did the right thing by telling Donald Trump that you know it was no shot. And uh, but what about all your crazy Republicans who are going to you know object to the electoral Congre- uh, college count? What do you think of that? Well, I, I think I'm, I'm going to be dead any day. <laughs> the hell do I care? Uh, you mean politically or just, you know, you're physically, well, physically done? I could be toast. Oh, you know? toast, yeah. Well, huh. well, what was your name again? Uh, Bob. Bob, Bob. Okay, well. Can, can you ask me something that'll make a good sound bite, please? You. Anytime I want to inject some energy into the discussion, <laughs> yeah, really? so, invite Mitch McConnell. Thank you very much. Well, why, why, why don't you talk to Pelosi? She seems to have an yeah. endless supply. Oh, that's right. That's right. Back over there, gavel in her mouth. All right. So the song idea, which I already sort of leaked, is The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Uh, we don't have we we can't play the music bed. Unfortunately, we're not in a studio where we could sing along with the music bed. So I don't take Kentucky. Know. Not but I got Georgia. the I got the karaoke bed, and you guys had it. Uh, yeah. Joe, you want to go first? 
Well, I have literally spent five minutes on this, but I'll tell you what I got because okay. I just saw it uh, uh, less than an hour ago. But, you know, I had thought about this song before. I was going to oh, do yeah. The Virus Went Down to Georgia, and then I thought, you know, making songs about people dying is just really not kind of icky to me. <laughs> and, for uh, you, yes. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> icky. And, and uh, also country songs especially for some reason. Although yeah, there's yeah. always somebody dying in a country song. So <laughs> probably would have been okay. But so, the virus went down you Joe. <laughs> yeah, but I never thought That's about it. Killed a quarter billion, man. Uh huh. <laughs> but what I got is uh, the Donald called down to Georgia looking for some votes to steal. He paid no mind that Biden kicked his behind, swore that news just wasn't real. Yeah. Then he dialed up yeah. some red state congressmen and said, "Fellas, let me tell you what." He gave his chest a thump, said, I'm King Trump. That electoral college don't mean squat. And that's all I got. All right. That's good. That's the beginning. All right. And that's all the money we're going to spend on that one so far. (laughs) Well, I I, give me another five minutes and maybe I can come up with another. No, that's good. I think that's good. Uh, uh, Thank heaven for small miracles, Joe. (laughs) Thank heaven. (laughs) Crap on a voter. Run, done, run. (laughs) (laughs) Take it out of Ivanka and you. Kicking out of Hong Kong, you coked up, son. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, I'm looking to go a little harsher than you are, Joe. You said yeah. it's yeah. 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 all right. A couple times. Yeah. Yeah. Go for go the go. jugular. Go ahead. I don't think that's so bad. <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> Although, uh, uh, something I, I, about, the, you know, but everybody in the country made a lot of dough. You know, let's hope the Dow don't go down sl- slow or something. I, mean, I love that, that rhyme, thing, Joe. The one okay. thing I will say about <laughs> yeah. Trump is... Uh, uh, for all uh, for all his all the reasons that we want to see him leave, uh, looking at my bank reason. account, it's actually still kind of hanging in there. Now I know wow. that's selfish. Wow. That's selfish. Um, that is selfish wow. of me to Joe, say. That's what I love about Hold you. On. Hold You're on. a time Democrat of death on who Joe's speaks soul. the Republican truth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> time, well, time de- official time of death of Joe's soul. Three minutes. No, I, I, I mean, oh, I always yeah. try to find something good to say about yeah, everybody. Yeah, that you do. Always <laughs> piss on the bright What was great about Hitler, Hitler before Spike? Hitler loved, Hitler loved puppies. Hitler loved puppies. Hold on, Spike. I want to give you the. I want to give you the spotlight. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't want you to get buried there. Anyway, all right. Let's pause. Because I, I want you to start over again, Spike. Those are damn funny lyrics. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I had the same thing Joe had. Basically, devil phoned down to Georgia. He was looking for a vote to steal. He was in a bind. Done kicked his behind. He couldn't accept it was real. I, mean, I had the same kind of thing Joe sure, and I sure, were talking sure. about. The same it all writes know. itself. But the other stuff was totally cool. Oh, oh, oh crap on the voter. Run, run, run. Right, everybody quiet. Everybody quiet. Up, when we have five people, too many people talk at once. Okay. Okay. Spike, you have, the, you have the throne. You have the toilet seat. We have crap on the voter. Uh, <laughs> crap. <laughs> Take two. Crap Go. on the voter. Run, Don, run. But you're kicking out of Hunk and you're coked up, son. I, I, I got more, but I'm... All right, that, it's fine. I, the yeah, moment we'll, was we'll, lost. It was yeah, great. We'll, yeah. Get a, we'll get some stuff done right. for you. And so here's the deal. If, uh, next, if by next week the whole thing is still in doubt, we should put it to music. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And this one, uh, by the weekend, definitely. I mean, it, yeah, there's not yeah, that many wait. lyrics. We, we could yeah. we could get this one done by a podcast for next right. week if, if the world is still spinning and you know Never everything's still going. It's pretty volatile times right now. So uh, it's what what do they say? Don't buy any green bananas. I mean, this is a uh, this is going to be a, a tumultuous week here. So you think so? Yeah, I, think so. I think it's going to be the greatest reality television show ever. And the only place you're going to get accurate news in history is to actually just watch Netflix because all that stuff was well-researched. <laughs> yeah. But, by the way, Green Bananas is my favorite underage porn site. 
I know you're oh, kidding. Oh Please. Oh, Lord, I know he's don't kidding. Say, yeah. Please don't say kidding. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong word. Yes. Poor choice, Bob. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, before we go, round robin predictions, because we are at the cusp. The Georgia votes are being counted now. By the time people hear this, Keep in mind, your predictions will have already probably been decided. Uh, but then there's uh, the sixth when uh, Vice President Pence has to count to 306. Will he do it? And then there's January 20th. So we'll start uh, with Zip. Zip, what's your prediction? All right. of how uh, as all far work? as the, the runoff, I think they're going to split the ticket, you know. Ah, I don't think. 49 and, to 51. Uh, and uh, will we know yeah. tomorrow or will we know in three weeks think- when the Supreme Court overturns it? <laughs> no, we'll oh. know tomorrow. Oh. I, I honestly oh. think Pence will cave at the last minute. I, I do, too. OK, uh, Ed, you're up. <clears throat> well, um, I think we're going to see two two Republicans. Ah, OK. Yeah, I think it, I think the money's going to going to rule the day. It's the golden rule. Uh, and Wall Street would like that, according to what I've read. Uh, and Joe, uh, you know, um, you were really, uh, I had thought that same thing, but I thought, I'm not going to say that out loud. But the Trump years were not bad for my 401k. It turned into an 802k. Almost. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't Great. say that mine did that, but, but it, there were some economic advantages. And if you get out of the bubble of the West Coast where I live or, or uh, you know, uh, the Northeast where you live, or actually even in your area, there are a lot of people who uh, have some pretty strong feelings uh, for the guy and they're actually feelings of affection. So yes. um, I don't have a prediction, so to speak, because I haven't paid much attention, but I do predict uh, that on the sixth, there's going to be a lot of a lot of unrest in Washington D.C. and in the country. Yeah, ultimately, that's what I'm afraid of. Yeah. yeah, on the twentieth, Joe Biden will be our president. Right. But what's going to be left is a a new party, almost a faction, and it is going to be. Uh, and I don't want to ever compare anything to Hitler or a Nazi party or anything like that. But it's no, be other a- than the fact that you're just about to. So go ahead. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> Comes with a brown shirt. But it's going to be an offshoot kind of party of some pretty, uh, you know, of some pretty, uh, uh, some people that want to do things their way. Um, uh, now, I don't, uh, I've always thought we should have more than a two-party system. I didn't want the third one to be a bunch of crazy people. So, you know, I, I mean, I, now, but I, yeah. I, I do agree the Electoral College needs to go. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of things Trump said about the uh, stimulus package. He was right. There is so much stuff rolled into that that makes absolutely no the sense or does no too. stimulating for anybody. The things I mean, that makes Joe sound Republican. We had a joke. <laughs> He's a blue yeah. dog is what he yeah. is. Yeah, so I, I agree uh, and, with you. Yeah, and there's nothing that says he can't be president for a second term in four years. And yeah. I, except, I uh, except his cholesterol, as far as I'm yeah, concerned. Yeah, yeah and that's what <laughs> I thought. Ronald but, McDonald yeah. is going to administer last rites. <laughs> well, and I'm amazed at his energy, and that's another thing I'll yeah. give him kudos for. The guy yes. is pretty. Uh, he's pretty much. Uh, he just keeps on ticking, and uh, he takes a licking, and you know he's. He is. He has surprised me that he even made it four years. It, it really. It's kind of like the NFL season. How did you manage to play seventeen weeks in a pandemic? Uh, you yeah. know, it's a, It's kind of a surprise. <laughs> yeah, and he was sacked constantly, and he still kept getting up. That's yeah. yeah, very yeah. good. All right, Spike. I gave you last word because I know you're going to break the furniture. Go ahead. 
Well, when you when you snort Adderall and do shots of baby placenta, um, yeah, that you, you do tend to look good on the trail. Amen. Okay, the guy the guy, the guy gets freaking steroid, and I mean, I, I guarantee you, he is jumping more go-go juice mm. from the Walter Reed Has store be. cabinet that he raided before he left than any man <laughs> in, on God's green earth. That's nice. You know, people love him because he's been great for the economy. Except that my four hundred and one k is empty, and I haven't been employed in a year. Mm. There's a lot more people like me out there than there are people who are enjoying their four hundred and one k. So if you people love him, then you've been you you must love the taste of bullshit, because the guy is a pathological liar who has no freaking morals, and I cannot believe I cannot so, believe the people in Georgia are willing to vote for two inside trader and, and this Kelly Laffler girl. Oh I yeah, cannot, I mean Jesus, I can't believe that thing is that I can't believe anybody would vote for just that. Just uh, just to in, double in check, way, what's your party form. affiliation? Because I'm not sure about what you're saying. <laughs> I'm the last Whig in America, Bob. Yeah. Um, so, um, I, and I hear you. These, these yeah. are the most dangerous. These are the most dangerous days we have ever seen as a nation, bar none, bar the civil freaking war, because he's inciting people to come to D.C. and bring their guns. Yeah. And when and when they vote him out on the sixth and say you're not the president, it's going to get even worse. And when well, he the tries to leave the country on the nineteenth, well, that's and they're going to have to shoot a bunch of proud boys because they're going to yeah. start shooting first. It's going to be horrific. So I, I lied when terrified. I I lied when I said Spike was last because I did something I never do, which was forgot about myself. Um, so <laughs> anyway, on a cheerier note, no, but I think uh, my, phone, my phone makes toast. So I there. share a lot of your <laughs> thoughts, uh, especially about uh, specifically worried about uh, what's coming up in D.C. Uh, and, and the potential. Not just one final yeah. capper. They've been saying the guardrails will hold, but he's got a bulldozer and he keeps charging yeah. at the freaking guardrails. Yeah, and only and no took one will a take few, the keys. It only took a few dollars worth of box cutters to uh, create our entire nine eleven fiasco. So accurate, very yeah. few people can do a lot of damage, and, and, and that's the way I interpret what you're saying. So, but, but here's the thing: I don't think I think most of my Trump supporter friends and most of my conservative friends. And I don't think conservative and Republican mean the same thing anymore uh, because conservatism is an idea that carries with it some very nice, uh, positive ideas. Uh, Go slow. uh, Make the government smaller. um, You don't do shooters of stem cell steroids. You don't do do that. And by the way, um, this is my time. Is there a moderator? (laughs) Let me just Wallace step in. Anyway. No, I... I turned myself off. You're good. Go. That's no problem. So... Uh, but what I worry about is some of the same things you guys did. Uh, I worry about uh, Thursday uh, in D.C. and violence because I hate that. Uh, but I also, um, I, have, I have an optimism, and I want to close on the optimism. I think that on January 21st, that uh, first off, all of the smart conservative people I know didn't really sign up for all of this. And all of the Republican senators and congressmen who are going to go out there and make monkey fools of themselves, mm-hmm. and they're even being told that by other Republicans, yeah, even yeah. even the incredibly crazy, effusive Mitch oh, Mitch McConnell, who just you know speaks with a megaphone. And anyway, I think they're all doing it for one simple reason, and I th- already can hear what their rationale is. You know, we work for our voters, and 75 million people love this guy. And we didn't say that the election was a fraud. We said we stand for free and fair elections, and we want it investigated. And that's all we meant. And I also think as soon as he's gone, he's right where he belongs, a huge reality television star. He'll make a ton of money. Uh, They'll probably try to pursue him criminally on a couple of things. 
Mm-hmm. But that could have a backlash boomerang effect of making him bigger. And I, I don't know what will happen, but I suspect that letting him just crawl back into wherever he's going to crawl to might be better. I and, hope he's bigger than Alex Jones. And just on that fringe, that's fine. I'm serious. <laughs> if he wants to have a TV network and talk to the Wahoos, preach on McDuff. But yeah. also, prosecute yeah. him so he can't prosecute him and impeach him again so he uh, can't uh, run for public Another prediction. Again. Republicans yeah. would love to have his base, and there's a whole bunch of greedy guys that would love to be the next presidential candidate, but they ain't no way he'd ever be the Republican Party candidate again. He brought them too much pain. Yeah. And, uh, and I think if he runs as a third party, that's Joe's and Spike's. Can I say wet dream? I guess we've said enough already. <laughs> you, I, think we, I think we've crossed that Rubicon, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> if, you don't have one. if he was, if he ran as a third party candidate, then a Republican wouldn't get a lesson. I also have one, one other thing with regards to the electoral college. I went there. I went to this, like, why is the electoral college there? It's so unfair. Shouldn't every person have be, like, why should someone in LA, their vote be worth less than someone in a flyover state? And so I was totally there with, like, we should abolish the Electoral College. But I think that's wrong. And the reason I think that's wrong is because if you look at the whole history of our country, not just the shit show, if I'm going to start talking like Spike, the more I hear him talk. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun, isn't it? It's fun. <laughs> it is, actually. It rubs it releases off. those endorphins. <laughs> Spit but, out the poison, Bob. It's great. But we're in the shit show we're in now. Um, traditionally, over the life of our country, the Electoral College has not been used the way it's been used lately. This is just an unusual, it's sort of like the perfect storm. It's like the polar vortex. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if the Electoral, and by the way, I think the Electoral College is probably a bad idea, but it was done purposely to keep the cities, the big populated states, from running roughshod over everyone uh, in the rural areas. Now, it's gotten out of hand and that the rural areas have figured out that if you create enough hate, you can run roughshod over the cities. That's not right. That's yeah. not good either. But how do you have, instead of blame and the Democrats are blaming the electoral college and the Republicans are blaming anyone who's not white. I get it. But instead of that, what if we just said, Hmm, how do we appeal to more Americans? For example, Democrats, uh, the cities have had too much power. And a lot of little burned out towns like the one I live in that have all these empty storefronts definitely feel abandoned. So if, say, a Democratic president, uh, Biden is a little, he's a little weekend at Bernie's for my taste. He's not going to really <laughs> energize us. <laughs> but say we had, maybe it's Kamala Harris when um, there's three, there's Trump running as a third party candidate in, uh, you know, 2024. Say you have someone who can lean in the camera and go, I hear you, rural areas, and we've ignored you for too long. Say, say that liberals did that or anybody did that and say that we really worked to uh, create a more. You'd only have to gain a few points in rural areas to decimate the opposite party, whoever you were. The Republicans have done it uh, this time with this mad TV reality TV star. But wouldn't it be cool if it was done the other way with a carrot instead of a stick? 
And that's or how about with the peanut? Jimmy Carter yeah. only had one term. <laughs> the I rock and roll president. Yeah, I love that on CNN, by the way. I don't get to watch right. much TV, but yeah. I watched that and it was great. My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. Should I do all right? Should I 